Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is Wolves Weekly, Match Day Live Extra with mydieselclaim.com. Wolves 2, Newcastle 2. What a brilliant game of football. An incredible advert for the class and the excitement of the Premier League. Wolves twice behind. Two goals from Callum Wilson in the first half. One, a pretty controversial penalty decision that we will discuss in depth. But Mario Lamina's first goal for Wolves initially got them back on level terms. And he Chan Wang, a record equaling sixth goal in a consecutive home top flight matches equaling the record of the king john richards set in 1973 also equaling derek dugan's record of scoring six or more in the opening 10 matches of a top flight season also from 1973 i'm mikey burrows andy thompson and lee naylor were alongside me at a soaking wet molyneux for this one and i think we all probably kind of agree that neither side really deserved to lose that no so look um, both teams uh, straight from the off so went for it so had some good games so like the, the tempo was great in the game uh, you've seen that you got the fans uh, behind them for both teams but yes yeah, so look no probably no fair result nobody probably deserved to lose that game um, I, I just think that we're unlucky with two mistakes that we got punished for, and that just shows you the, the quality of the Premier League. But again, it, it showed character for us to the way that we battled back and got ourselves back from being behind twice. And, and that is the key point, really, that this is a Newcastle team that beat Paris Saint-Germain in the Champions League uh, only a couple of weeks ago. They are uh, a serious force to be reckoned with these days. And yet, when you analyse the goals that Wolves conceded, Lee Naylor, the first one is a cross-in from the left-hand side that Jose Sarr kind of... Well, he claimed that he was clattered into, but there was Bubakar Traore there as well. It's debate as to who makes the contact with him and ultimately Callum Wilson ends up getting the ball into the back of the net. And the second one, uh, a debatable penalty we'll come on to in a second, but when you talk... It certainly should have just been cleared anyway yeah. b- before the actual incident that took place. So Wolves will kind of look at that and go, 
We probably should have won that, maybe. Yeah, I think I think when when you look at the game and and you you break it down uh, a day after um, what the, what they will be doing, um, they'll be saying like we need to cut out our mistakes. Uh, Tom Old just alluded to that, and I, I just think that more or less that's what's that's what's been happening lately. I think if we cut out that sloppiness. Um, it was coming into the first half, the, the end end of the first half, the last 10, 10 minutes or so. You could see just those 10-yard passes. They just weren't being made. That, that We were getting a bit sloppy. Um, and I think the way we turned it around in the second half, um, I just think, it, you know, it's a big, massive achievement for us. Let's talk about the penalty. Um, because it, it's divided a lot of opinion and actually, well, maybe even in Wolves' favour. It was a, a Newcastle attack that He Chan Wang had the opportunity to clear and he maybe took one touch too many. And then when he did go to clear, the Newcastle player got to the ball first. The debate is to whether He Chan Wang makes contact or whether he kicks the floor and Fabian Scher makes the contact with him. Now, the decision on the field went... To, in Newcastle's favour for a penalty Jared Gillette the VAR took a very long time to look at it and it, when they do take that long it does make you feel like they are they are really kind of concerned as to the decision but in the end the on-field decision stood for you Tomo should it? I can understand why it was upheld um, from the referee's decision but looks like I think he's caught the floor but also as well Cher was on his way down before he's caught him which is would be my biggest problem so like, there's no doubt he's caught him as he's kicked the floor and I think when he's come there he's just caught him fractionally but if you look you look at the replay and what I can tell by the replay Cher was on his way down before that contact coming from Wang that would be my only thing that I could look there's no doubt about it that there was contact there marginal whatever it was but, again, they're not going to overturn it. They're not going to overturn that thing on the pitch because it's been given by the referee. But he shouldn't have been in there in the first place. He should have just got rid of the ball, yep. say Wang. He can't be having a touch in your own penalty area. What does he think? that There's no other Newcastle players around him. You can't do it. So, like, And a player of his quality should know better. But two mistakes today have cost us two goals and we got punished for it. But, again... I think we've played well I think the way that we've come back from being down twice has been great for the team and, and, and the confidence in, in the squad Penalty or no penalty? It's so tough because when we're watching it in real time I don't think anyone in the ground would disagree with that it was a penalty um, and then when you break it down afterwards it looks it looks <laughs> it's inconclusive isn't it like, because there is a touch but it's so minor, uh, and then the fact that um, he's going down already, Wang stopped his action. Yeah, it, it's just it's just harsh. Here's the debate, right? Because I think Niles and I were talking about it at half time, and it's one of those where if if it hadn't been given on the field, it probably doesn't get overturned. Yeah, exactly. And, and some decisions like that, you kind of hold your hands up and go, OK, that's fair enough. It's subjective in that manner. Yeah. But in this one, is there an argument to say, well, if it wouldn't have been overturned the other way, 
should it be given as a penalty? If the VAR looks at it for that long and can't determine if there is clear contact to initiate it, should should it? But the rules are the rules, aren't they? And I mean, that's that's what I mean. Like, the, as soon as he's giving it on the field, then he's not going to go. He's not going to go and you know say you need to go and have a look at this. Because it's odd, isn't it? Because at, at normal speed, I think all three of us. Having the initial view, we're all like, yeah, yeah that's a penalty. Yeah. yeah. Because, like I say, we're quite a bit away from it. But it was the way that Wang's had that touch and then all of a sudden the players become very close to him. He's swinging his leg, but he's kind of stopped and he's just caught the floor just before he... But for me, I can't believe that VAR haven't had a look at the actions of Cher when he's on his way down before that contact's come. Yeah. And, and like, if, if that's the case then... So, like, he's already going down for the foul, which hasn't come yet. So, so surely they should be looking at that pretty close. It, OK, here's the other way of looking at it. Because I, I think all three of us would probably say that neither, none of us would blame Anthony Taylor for awarding the penalty. We all thought, that's a foul, yeah. Yeah. that's yeah, a penalty. So there's no criticism to Anthony Taylor in that instance. Should he be sent to the... the the monitor to go and check it out and we have this debate quite a few times and it, it's highlighted when you watch the Rugby World Cup in terms of being able to listen to the conversations because I'd be fascinated to hear if the, if the conversation from the VAR is saying to the referee what did you see because if, if what he's saying then is different to what to the what pictures the, are showing yeah if, if he goes to the monitor he's he's, over, he's, he's, given, he's not given a pen I honestly believe that um, well, that seems to be the case. Whenever they go to the monitor, they always seem to overturn. Yeah, he's going to overturn his decision, I think. Um, and, and, and he probably is the only one who should have been, who should have had a look at it again on the screen, because he's the one who's given the awarded it for what it looks. And again, us three went, yeah, penalty. So he surely should be looking to go and have another look at the screen to just give him a. To make sure it's beyond any doubt that he's, it's, it's a penalty. Yeah, I, I, there's that many rules. I don't even, oh, yeah, I don't I, even I know say, the yeah. rules anymore, I'll be well, honest. They make their own up, mate. So I, can't, <laughs> I can't. Yeah, but you know what I mean? When it, if, if he's saying, you know, go to VAR, and then VAR's looking at so many different things, you don't know. It, well, is he looking at, oh, well, he has touched him. So if he's touched him, it's, it's a pen anyways. Uh, are they saying that? Or, well, the, yeah, and that's the thing, is, isn't is it? Is the contact minimal? That yeah. minimal but that but was, was there something about if a player's going down already before the contact's come? There they, is, but I, I think that is, I think it's so marginal. Like that. <laughs> that's what I mean. Like, there's, that, there's but so I, I many think variables. That's why they were looking at it so long. That's why they were. There's but, so many variables. It's, it's hard to, to, to know if they're in the right or in the wrong. But you almost feel like if they're going to tweak stuff with VR and how it's implemented, you almost got to say, well, almost put a time limit on to say if within say 90 seconds it is not clearly evident that the decision was absolutely right or wrong then you should send the referee over to go and have a look at it for himself to go and to go and make that decision because we wasted minutes and minutes and the longer it goes you're kind of feeling like well maybe they will overturn but why but why why can't VAR make that decision but again but it could, because in that respect it becomes kind of subjective doesn't it as to who makes the initial contact, who makes the initial movement, where does Huang's foot go originally, all that then becomes, because they don't want to re-referee the game with VAR, they just simply want to clear up of clear and obvious errors. So that's where surely they say to the referee, 
Go and look at the screen because yeah. I'm not sure. I honestly I, I'm not sure I have video evidence that says what you think you saw. Yeah, it depends what he's saying, obviously, yeah. Yeah. To what to to what VAR are looking at, to what the referee's seen. And it, as I said, like I think if he if he's t if he, if VAR tell the referee to go and have another look, I think it gets overturned. Anyway, let's move on from VAR and talk about uh, the Portuguese Beckenbauer, uh, Totti, who showed in <laughs> incredible skills. I, I, I had to look. I had to look twice to see if it was him. What <laughs> would sign somebody else? Lovely a, tri footwork. A, tri a tricky right winger. I thought we had. Yeah. I mean, it's it was great. It's a it's a glorious goal. Oh, I'll tell you what. <laughs> the way that he'd gone inside and the way that he um, moved his body and, the, and also as well that final little thing something that we've criticised the team about today of anything about that final pass and that little bit of quality great little ball into him but it's all about the finish it's all about Wang isn't it and, the, and what he did so like I tell you what Dan Burns tried to read it, which any defender would, because he thought he was going to shoot with his right foot. Where I think any, everybody any, did. Any defender would have went yeah. for that. And like, but the skill that he—it's all about that touch and about that moving of the ball, which opened it up for him. And it was a great bit of play. But look, say he's a great goal in general, wasn't he? Yeah, and he ends up just passing it yeah. into the near post. Well, well, the things though, you ain't going to blast everything. So he's just about hitting the target, and the keepers tried to read it. Pope, he's kind of fell the one way, and his leg. Uh, was trying to block it but it was a great finish great build up great finish deservedly um, getting Wolves back on level terms and I mean it's remarkable really isn't it that the confidence that clearly is flowing through He Chan Wang that you never had it at the moment he checks back in I, I don't think there's anyone who's got a split second of doubt that he's not going to score no I, I just think that he's in such a rich vein of scoring form that He's going to score every game. He, he gets chances. Like he, he has always had chances. He just never put his foot through the ball. Yeah, and, uh, he's, and he's had chances tonight still. Yeah, and 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 he's doing that this season. He's literally right. Well, it's all coming off. And when he when you when you go and get that first, second, third goal, that's when your mindset changes. And his mind his mindset now is I'm going to score every game. Yeah. Yeah. And. Look, I, I know oh that. Oh, my word. <laughs> well, come on. Look, give me this moment, because oh. before the season started, you all mocked me when I said He Chan Wang would be the guy to get double figures this season. At this rate, he's going to be there in about four or five games. Before oh. Christmas, yeah. Before Hopefully. Christmas. Hopefully. Look, well, I hope, well, we have to mock well, you anyway. Well, come on. I, I hope so. <laughs> I, I do hope. Because if he's scoring... That means it's given us a chance and an opportunity to win games. Yeah. So yeah, if, I hope he does. So look, I hope he does get double figures and whatever before it. Now we we've just watched a game today, and so we've watched a few games this week. We keep saying we've got to follow it up with the result, and next week is so important. Next week for the result after after what you've done today, and the way that we've maintained those five games and the way that we've played. We've got to keep that momentum going now, yeah. and and that right result, big game against Sheffield United, and they're probably going to have to do it without Pedro Neto, without doubt. Well, oh, well, certain, yeah. Yeah. well, I'm hoping that fingers crossed that his injury isn't as bad as it looked when he's pulled up straight away, because they can be nasty. Maybe because it, he's pulled up so quickly that he stopped running. It was, the, him. it was the way he was running through and he was getting away from Longstaff. Yeah, no one's it, by him. And just as he gets towards the edge of the penalty area, he, he 
immediately pulls back to put his hand to his right hamstring. And actually, he still had the ball. And he, in theory, he could have you know, probably played it onto someone or got shot away. But it shows you just how serious that moment was for him that he completely stopped thinking about the game, understandably yeah. so. When people, don't, when people leave it like that and when they stay on the floor like they do, like he did, sorry, you know it's, it's bad. Look, look, I hope it's really bad cramp. But obviously, it don't look like it is. Um, yeah, it'll be a big loss of you. It's just a it such a longer. massive loss for us. It is. It really is. And, and and it did basically knock that momentum what we had going forward. All of a sudden, it just gives uh, Newcastle a little bit of relief. <laughs> One of the players that's caused them problems all all afternoon or that has gone off, and all of a sudden, it just not walled back a little bit, knowing that they missed him. And we got a little bit deeper. Um, but yeah, fingers crossed for the young lad and just hoping that he's going to be um, okay. Well, not out for too long anyway. Yeah, he's been absolutely magnificent, he Pedro has. Neto. And it's actually been a delight to see him get back to the kind of levels that he had he's been brilliant. before all of his injuries, going back a good couple of years. And, and the importance that he's made to this team. We'll talk on Wolves Weekly this week as to exactly how Wolves will maybe try to replace him at Sheffield United if indeed they have to do so as we fear. Um, but overall, given the run that Wolves have been on now, five matches unbeaten in the Premier League, they've played some really good teams in, yeah. in that run as well. But they've backed up, resu they've backed up results, which is a, a massive thing when you're, when you're at a club, when you're, when you're playing football, when, you're, when you get an unexpected result like we did at Man City, against Man City... Um, and people put it and doubted us against Villa here yeah. as well because after Villa's game the week before it's just so important that you go and back results up and we have like we've done it and uh, you know that's just brilliant from the management brilliant from the players uh, the fans have had their say especially here I think they've been magnificent I think we need to keep that going and honestly I, I, Tom I've said it and I've said it I'd emphasise on the fans like it's they're massive for us. Like, you need to keep this going. Um, just a final point from you both. Uh, we've talked a little bit in commentary about the fact that, look, in some of the down years that we've had, it felt like, especially at times last season, that we were no longer competitive. And uh, even in games against, like, the Arsenal game, where it felt like we, were, we weren't anywhere near the same level and we were simply here to survive and do certain things. And the one thing that I think a lot of fans have been desperate for is to... And Matt Hobbs, I think, is right at this point, director, when he says this. He's having a team that represents the fans in the stands yep. that Nails is talking about. And a team that you can be proud of and a team that, that fights for you and competes. Yep. And actually, it felt today like they did compete, even though they went behind twice. The competitive shows the nature of them. Shows you the character of them. So, look, if you think about that from, from last year... We wouldn't have got ourselves back into the game with the way that we were playing last year. Like so, um, but this year, there's that belief. There's that belief that they can cause anybody a problem. And I said that I remember saying that to you about Nuno. When Nuno was here, he had a team that could cause anybody a problem in in the, in the Premier League, yeah. any game. Um, and I think Gary O'Neill's trying to get that in, installed into his team here. And I think that's that. If you've got a team that believes that they can go out and compete against anybody, which they have, yeah. they beat Man City, they've drew with Villa, they drew Newcastle, 
two Champions League teams. One of them won it last year. The and Champions a Europa League, League team. Yeah, exactly. And you're looking at that, and it just shows you how far we've come on and the quality that we've got within this squad as well. Um, on a recent Press Pack episode, we were talking with some of the journalists about the fact that a few years ago, Wolves were sexy. And so we were on telly all the time and <laughs> and it felt like we, we'd lost that sexiness. Uh, listen, I know I'm speaking to a guy in Andy Thompson who epitomises sexiness <laughs> of course. Uh, and, and maintaining sexiness through through the decades as well. Through the decades. But, uh, uh, you know, reinventing himself almost from, from one look to another. Um, you know, from Tom Selleck to George Clooney. But um, uh, uh, are, are we sexy again? I just think that we've we've turned things around in terms of the fans' belief, um, the the media's belief, the the players' belief. Um, I think everything's just been turned around in in what we can actually achieve when when we when we fight, when we when we work hard, um, because the quality has always been in the dressing room, and. You know, people want to see us. People, people don't want to play against us. People want to watch us. So, yeah, I think I think we are. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that teams who come against us now will probably go. We don't want to be playing Wolves, especially at Molyneux. We don't want to play. So I'm sure that Newcastle were thinking and their manager going, well, we're going to Wolves. It's not going to be a walkover. It's going to be a battle and it's going to be a fight. And they had one of those tonight. And that's what you got to. If you can do that in every game where you're battling, fighting for everything, challenging for everything. And again, of course, people want to see goals from your, your fans and all that. But straight from the off, this this place was bouncing with the quality and the way that they were playing yeah. tonight. And that's what you want to do. They want to see a team that is challenging and is able to challenge any team in this division. And that's what they want from their, their players. Now's put it really nicely, I think. It's about belief, isn't it? And it's not just belief within the group. It's not just belief within the stadium. It's belief from other people as well who are looking from the outside. I mean, look, there's so much belief that they even want us to be there on Christmas Eve for everybody to watch <laughs> there you go. on the game. But <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, but the other people are starting to take notice of what's actually going on now. We're a competitive team, and like say last year, I thought that we well we did. We know that we struggled, but you look at the squad that we've got. We've got a quality squad. We've got quality players. We've got a way of playing. We've had to change the the formation because we were struggling at the beginning of the season with the formation that we had and keeping goals out, which was a big problem. We weren't scoring many. All of a sudden. Changing formation gives the players one belief, but also as well, they know how to play the formation. They know what they want to do. And if you can get a squad of players to understand how they need to be playing week in, week out, don't matter who comes into the side, they know what to do, then you're halfway there for me. So, look, I think that you, you get everybody backing you as a player and as a manager in the way that we're playing. And, look... He changed it last week where he went to a back four against Bournemouth. Didn't work. But what I did like about him, straight away he changed it. He went straight back to the three at the back and they got themselves a victory. Player of the match before we go. Oh, tough. I'm going to go to Lamina. Oh. Okay. Uh, Max. Yeah, I thought, yeah, thought there were some good performances tonight. I Max. Thought, yeah. 
Maximilian Kilman, considering he had heavy strapping on his knee for the second half. I thought Tomato played well as well. I thought Tomato done well. Because uh, Anthony Gray said, look, that's the, um, the important straight bit. Down that, yeah, straight down that right-hand side. And also as well, getting himself back to cover Tomato on numerous occasions. Anthony Gordon said, look, um, who's a good player, quick, more than matched him. He, he tried to run him a couple of times. And he, he, and he never did it again, because so, he knows he didn't have the better beating of him. Yeah. So it just shows you the... And, and and I think he has improved. I think he's, without doubt, he's proved. We always knew that he could go forward, but we always questioned about his defending ability, and he's definitely improved that area of his game. Really good day. Thank you very much yeah. for, for being with it. us. I've enjoyed it. Ever. Thank you. Andy Thompson and Lee Naylor. Don't forget, you can always catch up on the very latest reaction at wolves.co.uk, at Wolves, across social media. Uh, Wolves Express will be with you on Monday morning for more reaction to this game. And then Wolves Weekly back with you on Tuesday from wherever you get your podcasts. Wolves Weekly, Matchday Live Extra, brought to you by mydieselclaim.com. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.